Hello and welcome to your March Investor Update. I'm Gary Shepherd, investment writer here at Nutmeg, and today I'm joined by our Chief Investment Officer, James McManus. Welcome, James. Hi, Gary. Okay, James, uh, what concerns kept investors busy in February and how did markets perform during that month? Well, recent weeks have been dominated by two things, better than expected economic data and higher than expected inflation, despite that drop off from peak rates. Now, positive economic data, such as the labor statistics and stronger than expected GDP figures we've seen indicate that an immediate global recession is not yet upon us. However, it also means that central banks have more work to do on tackling inflation and an economic soft landing from that perspective may make their job harder. As a result, future expectations for interest rates have started to move higher again, with investors no longer expecting the US Federal Reserve or Fed to pivot this year and deliver a rate cut by year end. The knock-on impact has been to deliver another blow for bond investors. And despite a stronger than expected earnings season, equities too remain vulnerable to higher interest rates, uh, even if inflation has peaked. Central banks will need to do much more to address those sticky elements that threaten to keep inflation above their targets for longer. Yes, I mean, it seems to have been a sobering few weeks for markets and investors. Uh, how did the nutmeg portfolios get on in February? Well, February was a negative month for absolute performance, given the falls in both equity and bond markets after a relatively strong start to the year in January. We rebalanced our equity exposure in February to maintain an underweight position, but we added to corporate bond exposure in our medium risk portfolios where we see opportunities to do so, and we retained our cash weighting in our higher risk portfolios. With bond yields so much higher than they were 12 months ago, why stay underweight bonds? Well, we remain of the view that the balance of risk is still in favour of underweight positioning to selected fixed income assets at the current time. Uh, the last 12 months has taught us not to underestimate monetary policy expectations against resilience in inflation data and the need for central banks to wind down holdings in their own government bonds. And we've seen that risk present itself of late in higher terminal rate expectations from the Fed against a continued strength in the US labor market. Uh, given expectations, therefore, for further interest rate hikes globally in the months ahead and the continued strength in labor markets despite falling headline inflation, we're going to wait for opportunities to neutralize our exposure to the bond market. Thank you, James. Um, looking back over February, it marked one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. Um, so much has happened in that time, and it really was one of the defining stories of 2022. Um, do you think it's still shaping the landscape for investors today? Well, the war has been unexpectedly long, and at the moment, there's no clear end in sight. And as spring approaches, the conflict appears to be entering a potentially new phase as Western allies continue to scale up their support for Ukraine, and there appears to be no signs of retreat from Russia. In the short term, any escalation of the conflict would be bad for risk assets and for geopolitical stability. Now, last year, the conflict drove an energy crisis in Europe and sanctions restricted the flow of key commodities from Russia. The impact of those actions is still playing out today. Now, energy prices have come down a long way from the highs of last year, but they're still likely to remain volatile over the medium term. And notably, Europe is still looking to transition its energy supply at pace away from Russia and towards other sources, including renewables. So while the outcome and the long-term impact of the war is still being decided, it's clear that this has fundamentally altered where parts of the world get their energy and commodities, and that has a knock-on impact on trade, economies, and geopolitics. So at the end of February, uh, the UK and the EU agreed on a new Brexit deal. Um, for those of us who are 
well, perhaps more than fatigued with the topic of Brexit or haven't been following the latest developments. Uh, fill us in. Does it matter to investors? It's an interesting topic. Surveys show that global investors have been consistently underweight UK equity markets for some time now. The complexity of Brexit, political dramas, and the makeup of the UK stock market are all reasons why global investors have shunned the UK in recent years. But a key part of the post-Brexit vision is to change that perspective, which is why even the Prime Minister has now been trying to persuade high-profile companies, such as the chip manufacturer Arm, to list its shares in the UK rather than overseas. It's telling that the firm ultimately decided on a US-only listing this year. At Nutmeg, our portfolios have a home bias towards UK stocks, but we're also marginally overweight UK large-cap equities. That's constituents of the FTSE 100 at the current time. Given their attractive valuation metrics and their bias towards economic sectors, such as energy, commodities, and financials. Now, we also have exposure to the FTSE 250 in our portfolios, and that index contains more dynamic, domestically-focused mid-cap companies that we also believe have a role to play in client portfolios. Indeed, for those investors who are interested, we've just published a blog on UK large cap stocks, which takes a more detailed look at the outlook for the FTSE 100 and why this index might be a good investment. And finally, James, what will you and the team be looking out for in the months ahead? Well, we'll be keeping a close eye on the economic data, particularly around inflation. And at the end of March, central banks in the US, Europe and UK will meet to decide uh, whether they increase interest rates again, and we'll be monitoring that very closely. Uh, and on March 15th, the UK Chancellor will deliver his budget. We'll be watching this, providing analysis of what it means for you on our Nutmeganomics page, so do keep an eye out for that. Thank you, James. Uh, great to have you on the podcast, as always. And thanks to you, our listeners, for tuning in. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss in next month's Investor Update, contact us via email or social media. More information about this update is available in the description. As with all investing, your capital is at risk. The value of your portfolio with Nutmeg can go down as well as up, and you may get back less than you invest. Past or future performance indicators are not a reliable indicator of future performance.